0: Track you down one
1: by one and you will never get away you hear me never <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> We got it all together
1: for the brand new show Scooby Doo is here again away we go Scooby
0: Do is on it from a spooky
1: a big hello to all you mystery solvers out there, and welcome to Heavy Metal, a podcast about Scooby-Doo. I'm your host, Ethan Brundine, and each week, myself and a guest will take you through a mystery from somewhere in the vast history of the greatest cartoon of all time. My guest this week is Simon Sweeney, and the episode we will be covering is from The Scooby-Doo Show, Season 3, Episode 11 The Diabolical Disc Demon. Simon, welcome to the show.
0: Glad to be here. Thrilled. So
1: so I was very excited to get you on this show because unlike anyone who I've had on so far, you, prior to this, have never seen an episode of Scooby-Doo.
0: Yeah, I I've never seen a full episode. Um I think I, I've read some uh some like picture books and stuff that were like yeah. you know, like book versions of episodes, um and I was familiar with it. I watched the um the first live action movie a long time ago too. I don't remember it very well. So I, I you know, I I've seen it but I've never watched a full episode of one of the T right. V shows. Right.
1: Right. So um so you have seen the live action movie you said? just you don't maybe yeah don't it's been it the first well. one it's
0: been a yeah yeah i don't remember it very well i don't think i was paying that much attention to it at the time either
1: that's fair that's fair so if you weren't watching scooby-doo as a kid what cartoons were you watching if any
0: uh cartoons interesting i watched a lot of pbs kids and stuff i think um oh,
1: yeah uh like
0: uh, uh the only thing that's coming to mind is cyber chase um but that wasn't even i feel like one of the i mean ones. but like uh yeah, um, my kids' TV. I watch, like, uh, Nick Jr. and stuff. I watch a lot of Backyardigans. Um, uh, boy, I'm kind of blanking on everything, but I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, you know, I didn't watch... I was never huge into, like, cartoons specifically. Um, yeah. A lot of my kids, uh, you know, my, my TV diet as a kid was, like, Disney Channel live-action stuff. Um, of course, of course. I didn't even watch, like, the big... Like Cartoon Network stuff, like I never saw a regular show or like Gravity Falls or, um, or like any of that stuff. I don't know why.
1: Yeah, I wasn't super into that kind of stuff either, really. I I watched Gravity Falls, but like the, uh, the, um, the Cartoon Network shows from when we were kids, like, like Gumball and Chowder and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, just... I never
0: saw Chowder. I think yeah. I watched like a little bit of Gumball. Um, I never watched Adventure Time. I'm just, yeah. like, running through them. Yeah, I, I like, I just kind of missed on all the uh, the animated stuff.
1: Yeah, none of those really interest me. Were you a, were, this This is an important question, were you a SpongeBob kid?
0: I was not. Um, I, was I, I wasn't allowed to watch it when I was, like, a really little kid. My parents thought it was, like, gross. And then, like, when I was, like, like 10 or something like they stopped caring as much but i like was like this is i don't need to watch spongebob i like missed the boat on spongebob so like i've seen plenty of like full episodes of spongebob but like i never watched it regularly as a kid
1: yeah i'm a similar position my parents when i was a kid little kid did not thought it was inappropriate or whatever just that the characters were stupid <laughs> so i didn't watch it um and then like when i got to be kind of an older kid i was like i don't care about spongebob it's dumb why would i watch that yeah, um, but I have seen like you know handful of episodes at like friends' houses or whatever. It's so like exactly. I've seen the ones it was like the a big
0: deal about. when I could watch SpongeBob. I was like, I normally don't get to watch SpongeBob, but yeah. then I would watch it and I'd be like, I don't really like this that much.
1: Like, <laughs> no. This guy's kind of annoying. He's laugh, yeah,
0: I mean. He's, he makes those noises, and I don't like those noises.
1: <laughs> um, so. What was your experience like watching this episode? You watched it on HBO. I did.
0: I watched it on HBO. I uh, I I made a whole. Uh... The other movie I watched last night was really long, so I I was like, I won't watch another movie. I'll just like you know watch a twenty minute Scooby Doo episode. And so I I gave it the full the full treatment. Uh, lights off in at night. Uh, watched yeah. it on HBO on my TV, and it was it was cool.
1: Proper atmosphere and everything.
0: Absolutely, it was spooky.
1: <laughs> I was like um, a little, a little scared. what did you think of the theme song because the scooby-doo show theme song does not get as much uh, um, sort of recognition like like even if you haven't seen scooby-doo where are you you pro- you know the song like it yeah, it kind I of has percolated into culture but that song i don't think has quite as much
0: no i didn't i don't think i'd ever heard that song <laughs> i was like this is this is fun this isn't the song i expected uh the sequence like the title sequence is pretty long and i was like um yeah this is uh this is interesting it's a very it's a very fun song although i don't think i can remember it right now or like exactly what it sounds like it didn't stick but um you know you hit on the scooby-dooby-doo where are you at some point you've 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 solved your theme song needs forever Um, um
1: i uh i i actually prefer this theme song um the where are you theme song which might not be a popular thought but um i uh they 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 obviously liked it too because like for the next like four shows after this they use the same song but just like change up the lyrics so like like they like with the guest stars one they just kind of like, throw in a line that references the fact that there will be other people in it, and then, like, they, they shoehorn Scrappy Dude's name into it later. It's just like, <laughs> they really, I guess, I guess they didn't want to pay the money to, uh, you know, compose a new song every time.
0: That's, that's funny. I gotta, I'll see if I can. Yeah, no, I, um, I don't even know that I've ever heard um like the original recording of the Where Are You song like yeah. I don't know I don't know if I've ever heard the song I just have heard like the main melody and like obviously because everyone knows it yeah but um that never
1: occurred to me really that I hadn't That's... was there anything um that surprised you when while watching this episode anything that you weren't expecting um.
0: I That's interesting. Um so I didn't I didn't necessarily know what to expect. Like I knew I knew like the speech patterns and whatever. Um I was familiar with the characters. Um I guess one thing that surprised me though it probably shouldn't have is like how little the um The other three people, like, they don't even really have a storyline. They're not like a storyline, but like, they don't, there's no B plot where they're like the other three mystery team members are like looking around for stuff. It's like just Scooby and Shaggy. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, um, the other thing I I hadn't realized is how, um, old Scooby Doo is. I hadn't, Mm -hmm. like, um, I kind of assumed it was like a late 80s thing. Um, I hadn't realized it started in at the end of the sixties and like was huge in the seventies. Um, which is yeah. interesting. Yeah.
1: It's, um, it's really old. Like one of the longest running media franchises in general. Um, do you, uh, it, you, you say, you know, you talk about how, you know, Fred, Daphne and Velma are barely in the episode. Um, after this, they have one season of scrappy Doo where, The whole gang is in it, and then by the second season of Scrappy Doo, they've completely cut Fred, Daphne, and Velma, and it's just Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy Doo. And the show really suffers for it; it gets much worse. Um, I think the show gets better once they figure out that they can actually make those three characters into characters, you know, (laughs) as opposed to just being the ones that that do the work,
0: (laughs) just kind of taking turns saying lines.
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah. like yeah. Daphne in particular has like nothing going on.
0: Like two lines.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um. Was there anything you were expecting to see that you did not see?
0: Um. That's a good question. I don't think so. They kind of hit all the things I knew about. There was like a. You know the the monster, um. I got the oh he didn't say he didn't say the meddling kids line I don't think yeah. did he yeah he, I don't he think not, he did he did not yeah um they unmask him in like the the format but uh, he didn't say the line so I was like oh um but no it it was uh it, you know it was uh it was basically what I expected and it was yeah. that, that was cool that was like this is a something that would be so you know cool to see um as a kid for sure I'm I'm yeah. sure.
1: Um, so something I like to do, we're going to get into the episode now, is I like to give, um, some background as to what was going on in the world at large when, uh, each episode came out when, like, because, you know, each week we we could be talking, like, last week we could have been talking about, you know, uh, one that came out two years ago versus, you know, one from the 70s, so I like to put us in a place in time while we're, uh, discussing so this episode came out November 18th, 1978. Okay. And uh, some other things that were going on in November. Um, so the television show Scared Straight premiered on TV. It was narrated, of course, by Peter Falk. and was all about, uh, you know, scaring children into not becoming criminals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you are you familiar with scared straight at all
0: as a premise uh i've never seen yeah. it i've seen it like parody and, like snl has like a recurring yeah. sketch about it um but no i had so yeah i'm just familiar this, with the, it. It's uh, like a cultural uh, phenomenon
1: yeah i don't think i've ever seen it either but uh, the uh, the the scared straight episode of drake and josh is one of the best of course
0: a um, chance. I haven't seen that. Drake and Josh was something I saw a lot of scattered episodes of, but it was never my favorite. Like I watched all of iCarly, but Drake and Josh was like a secondary thing.
1: Well, iCarly, you know, is incredibly important. Um, incredibly, I wouldn't deny it. Another thing that was going on is Dominica gains independence from the United Kingdom and gains its own constitution. Uh, 1978. And it finally got independence from the United Kingdom, which is crazy. You know, like, we think about uh, all those, like, like, colonies or whatever being freed as being, like, a long time ago. But (laughs) it was very recent. Um, Like, I think about, like, how India was still a part of under the under the british yeah. rule until like the 50s or something yeah indian,
0: indian independence um is 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 later than you'd expect algerian independence is later than you'd expect um it's crazy because i mean it, it like all makes sense when you think about it but it's like really in like 1970 like yeah. uh you know these these places were still having to fight for that and it's uh you know
1: but, you know, um, it's a shame. It, there's no way that the uh, the royal family could be racist, though. Uh, Mech and Markle must be lying.
0: <laughs> it, it it seems impossible to me. You know, the queen just seems so nice and old, but I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, for one thing, there are no racist old people. So uh, that's another strike against her.
0: That's true in my experience.
1: And then one last a real humdinger of a happy story. Uh, the Jonestown mass suicide occurred in November 1978. So that could, you could have switched off the news and onto (laughs) Scooby-Doo. That would have been something.
0: It would have been different. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy too. It's so weird to think of like certain things like occurring at the same time. And it is, it is what well, that's like a thing where it's like the fact that someone could learn about Jonestown as it was happening and then watch Scooby-Doo is like these two things are not things I consider to have overlapped in any way, like yeah. in time.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um, but let's go ahead and get into it. I guess uh, the opening of this episode is very, very cool. Like I, uh, um, I kind of, handpicked this one for you because you know like you didn't really know what you wanted to talk about because you know you obviously have no experience um Mm -hmm. and like i uh i remember liking this episode a lot as a kid but i didn't remember most of how cool it was like like this opening was really atmospheric and like like impressively animated (laughs) um do you remember this opening like it's uh what's his yeah.
0: name the uh, uh the songwriter is is running
1: uh something from the, signs uh, tony signs yeah tony
0: tony like signs that. yeah yeah and he's running from the demon um who they yeah. actually they don't call him the diabolical disc demon at all which they just call him the phantom yeah. which made me yeah. kind of sad because i think that the diabolical disc demon is a is a really funny uh Thing to call something yeah it's a great um, turn
1: of phrase but
0: and it's it's very it's very accurate he is a diabolical disc yeah. demon um and i will
1: say there's probably been about 50 phantoms over the course of scooby-doo at this point <laughs> um not only one diabolical disc demon you know they could have just kept with the name but oh well
0: it's uh yeah no that that opening is, is a really tight kind of um little little you know horror movie opening yeah um
1: like the animations a lot more fluid than it is in the rest of the episode and it has it has like all these hitchcockian angles from where it's like 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 shooting it like it's like from up above and down below and and like zooming in on on uh on signs's face and the shadows yeah. as he's screaming in terror and everything it's 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 intimidating you know
0: It's very cool. Yeah, no, I was I mean it's uh, it's legitimately freaky, and I think if I was a little kid, it would have freaked me out really bad.
1: Yeah, it helps to establish credibility that this is a menacing figure because he does not immediately look like a uh, a ghost. You know, he kind of yeah. just looks like a, a a child's idea of what a rock musician is. <laughs> He's got like uh, what do you how, what do you think about his design? He's got like Gene Simmons makeup and um like a david bowie track jumpsuit thing um and uh like spiky red hair
0: i think it's a uh, a really really strong design um i think it's i think it looks really good it's uh he's got he's got these these colors and he's got like this this kind of clown thing going on and it's exactly uh it's exactly what i said like he he's yeah. He's a diabolical disc demon. He like yeah. he looks insane, um, yeah. and he's got like this this very kind of showy style to him. Like he looks like a rock star, like you said, Gene Simmons. Um, he's uh, and that's that's a really fun um. I think it's a really fun look.
1: Yeah, it's a it's a immediately like eye grabbing design. Like I I still remember it from when I was a kid, right? Like and. It is, it's creative, you know, it's not just like another werewolf or something, like it's a, it's, it's a unique um, thing from this episode, and it also feels very 70s, as the rest of this episode does as well, like, like really locked into a place in time. Yeah, absolutely,
0: um, it's got yeah. this, this very kind of glam um, look of the the kind of music that was, um, you know, big, and it's really, it's a, it's a cool cool tie there
1: he's got a great voice too he's got like this great like, voice like raspy kind of uh, uh electronic voice that is yeah really yeah that,
0: that, that voice filtering is is very cool
1: yeah but we, we cut straight from this uh this very atmospheric scary opening to um something really silly and kind of stupid which is just uh, we had to have a, a bit of of Scooby Doo dancing in the back of the mystery machine, you know, to, to yeah. lighten the mood. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm like, oh, I know these guys.
1: <laughs> yeah. This they are easy. on it's their way. the mystery way. crew. I know yeah. them.
0: They'll be somewhere.
1: Exactly. They're on their way in the middle of the night to go to Decade Records to watch their, their good pal Jimmy Lewis record an album. <laughs> and we all know
0: Jimmy Lewis, he's very famous. Uh-huh.
1: Yes yes yes, he's very famous, but he also is uh a down to earth nice guy who's pals with you know these uh these four late teenagers yeah, and their dog. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah he was, he's like hey, come and hang out yeah. um it's it's very it's very funny um one of my my favorite uh little little bits was that um it's called decade records, which is like the the sort of like um kind of like abstract like not abstract but like like kind of stupid like one word name a record company would use um yeah. and then you find out that it's actually his name is is art decade yeah um, which yeah. i think is a good joke
1: <laughs> i mean the names in this episode are insane it's like it's like tony signs ace decade art decade uh like the the engineer's name is like Brick Taylor it's just it's all so good. And then you just have and then you know they all have you know rock star names or whatever, but the musician's name is Jimmy Lewis, right? <laughs> which is so funny. Um, good. But yeah they get there and you know they they ring the doorbell and the guard is not about to let these random children into the uh, into the actually, this is a good question. Um, when watching this episode, what uh how old do you do you think they were like how old did they read to you
0: like the i so i've always assumed that they were like 20 something um like early 20s like like you know kind of just out of college or whatever in college i've i mean i've never had that great of a handle on it and that's like kind of in the movie in the live action movies that's like how old the actors are um or actually they're probably older than that but um so they keep calling them kids, and uh, yes. I was like, "Oh, are they like in high school?"
1: Um, well, yeah. Shaggy's,
0: Shaggy's got like a whole beard and looks yeah. like not the whole beard, but he's got those scraps of beard, and he, they they look very grown up.
1: In modern times, they've they have leaned into the they have graduated high school, and you know are just a group of friends who are out traveling the world or whatever and happen to bump into mysteries right because that's like sort of the more believable conceit of the show mm-hmm. <laughs> um but apparently what what it was intended um they never like explicitly say this but like in the character bible and everything from from this era um it is intended that shaggy is 18 daphne is s- s- Daphne no, Fred, Shaggy is 18, Fred is 17, Daphne is 16, and Velma is 15 years old.
0: <laughs> why are they all hanging out? why aren't they just all the same age? Why I is don't know. why are why does this group have people across four age groups?
1: I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> just make them all 18. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's kind of like, yeah, like in later is, iterations, where they're yeah. still in high school, they are at least all in the same grade and are all seniors yeah. or whatever. Yeah. You know, <laughs> at
0: a certain point, I think it's also definitely like, not not that this is like anything to take seriously, but like you've got the two guys are the older, yeah. the older yeah. two, and it's like, oh, you're two years older than uh, than these girls you're hanging out with.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you're still in high school, it doesn't really make that big of a difference, but it is weird, like especially. 15-year-old Velma, who already is not yeah, like no, any I mean, of the others, look. You know, if I like,
0: had a 15-year-old friend that was, like, hanging out with, like, going and solving mysteries with seniors, I'd be like, what are you, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it'd be one thing if, you know, like, she was somebody's younger sister, or, like, they, uh, had anything in common. <laughs> but they're all, they're four very different people. <laughs> so it just is a a a weird dynamic for sure um, later on they are they kind of put the work in to make it seem like they're actually like friends <laughs> but uh, like especially during this period it uh, it does not make sense why Shaggy is hanging out with any of them because they don't seem to really get along talk to each other how to talk yeah. to him Yeah, <laughs>
0: he's like, I just want to hang out with my dog
1: yeah, which can you blame him? he's got a cool dog, you know. Hey, um, the
0: dog talks and drinks three straight milkshakes on down. And...
1: Yeah. yeah, he's a cool dog. Um, but yeah, so we get into the... It, uh, Jimmy lets them in. He's this very clean cut, looks like a nice mu- pop musician. You know, he's wearing like uh, bell-bottom jeans and everything. Um, and, you know, he says, well, you can stay for the recording, but I don't know how it's going to go because my songwriter, Tony Style or Signs is missing. Right, uh, mm-hmm. nobody knows where he is, and but it's okay because he left behind this song that is uh, what is it like nine notes? Just yeah, no, they,
0: they they only ever display that, but then he plays like a whole thing. I'm like, where'd you get this from?
1: <laughs> yeah, nine notes and no lyrics either. And he's like a singer songwriter type musician, I assume, because it's kind of it's just a Jimmy lewis record right like it's not like he doesn't have a band um but uh yeah he's gonna record this song that's just some notes on a page i guess without any lyrics
0: and the immediate thing (laughs) i mean look i like as a savvy watcher of of movies um you know immediately it was like oh the notes say something um and it's sort of uh, it's very funny that um, the 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 people never um, the guy who's playing it is like this doesn't fit together as music at all. Yeah, never goes like oh maybe this is a message of some sort, or like it doesn't even think to like write it out. And then at the end well, they're just like yeah. oh yeah, it says this on the page.
1: Well, he says like you know they bring it to the the piano player and he reads and he's like. Well, this doesn't sound like the rest of his songs, but it's a Tony Styles song, so it'll definitely sell. And, it, and it's just like,
0: no, it's a, it's a random collection of notes as <laughs> as it goes musically.
1: Like, I, like I would assume, and and he's like, it's also kind of scrawled, kind of randomly, and it looks like he wrote it with a shaky hand. I would assume he had a it's stroke, <laughs> like <laughs> something
0: to to do.
1: Yeah um but uh you know they go into this into this recording studio they let the the mystery gang in and immediately scooby-doo starts causing problems (laughs) he gets like tangled up in the rod and reel and like uh and uh like spins around on the on the eight track or whatever it's like uh maybe you shouldn't have a a giant great dane around all this (laughs) equipment (laughs) Make me keep him out of the out of the studio. He could listen, but you know, on the other side of the door. Um, but after you know, after we've had si- significant amounts of antics, it's now time to actually play the music. And this is never explained, but for some reason, once they play this song, immediately all of the equipment explodes. It all explodes. <laughs> <laughs> it all like short circuit or whatever, but. Um, They think it's it's totally normal. It's probably just uh, the fault of the phantom, which is the first the gang learns. It's It's the phantom. Yeah, that there's a phantom. There's just this phantom
0: around. We were like, we may as well have all these kids, but uh, there's a a phantom and someone got kidnapped. But you guys are great. You guys are doing, it's cool. Let's bring in high schoolies here.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way, there is a, uh, the ghost of a, a musician is haunting this, um, this studio who wants to seek vengeance on those who ruined his career. According to him, that is the le- the uh, legend of the diabolical disc demon, of course. But they don't you know use that name. Um, but uh, they they all have some excuse to leave, and they leave the kids alone in the studio. So this is classic, you know. Agatha Christie, Who Done It? You know, everybody leaves at once, so we don't know who. You know, we don't have any clue as to which one's gonna. You know, be changing into the, uh into the
0: costume. Of the course. the disc demon costume, yes, of course.
1: But again, they leave these these teenagers in a room with all yeah, of this expensive recording. You'll be equipment. fine. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that that just like. You're okay short-circuited as well it's like okay either they're going to break it or they're going to get hurt and you're going to be liable right (laughs) like they're going to electrocute themselves on the on this this recording equipment or whatever but you know they don't really seem to be that bothered here at decade records
0: they Um, they're like look there's a demon and it's just kind of how you have a normal demon around i mean i have one in my yeah. house right
1: now yeah I and mean,
0: i'm always it, just hanging yeah. out with people and they're like oh there was a phantom here and it's like yeah there's a phantom he's diabolical disc demon it's like uh,
1: yeah yeah i mean he like he messes with your electronics but that's you know who cares you can buy more
0: exactly
1: you can call in the geek squad and fix that you stuff. can
0: bring him in but then you got it under warranty we you know you keep it yeah. Uh, okay. Someone will take care of it.
1: At Best Buy, when you when you buy a, a stereo, they're like, um, okay, uh, you have to pay extra for the warranty, but um, anything that, uh, any ghosts or aliens or demons that mess with it, uh, that's covered free of charge. So don't worry, we'll fix that.
0: It, and, and 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 that's you know that's what that's what Ace Decade is counting on. It's like yeah. I have I have insurance for this, okay. and it's fine. Exactly. Except I think they say at the end that he, he faked it, um, which is really, sure. <laughs> he faked destroying the equipment and none of like the engineers were like, uh, this actually is working fine. There was just like a fake explosion.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> he just like set off some poppers behind like the, uh, <laughs> behind everyone's back. and was like, Oh no, the, uh, <laughs> the guitars are exploding or whatever. <laughs> um, but you know, while they're left alone, Shaggy decides he's gonna play the piano for Scooby. But right before he does, uh, he's interrupted, of course, by a diabolical disc demon.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that's no good.
1: That is no good because you know he's sitting at the piano where this this piece of of music, of course, is, which is the linchpin of the entire mystery. And the demon wants it. So you know they have a they have a little bit where they run around, um, and uh, there's this just oh, it's such a funny bit. I, I remembered this from when I was a kid. Um, you know, they, they uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm getting ahead of myself. We're not at the great part yet. What, what happens here is they just, like, you know, hop in the piano and run away or whatever. Um, while this is happening in the, uh, the rest of the gang are going with Jimmy to the shipping room, Where uh, Jimmy says uh, In the morning all of these stacks of my Albums are gonna go out you know we don't Have a warehouse we just keep them here at this Recording studio in this back room Uh, And he's like look at all ten Stacks of records they're all gonna go out Today and then Daphne's like but there Are only six records and this made me laugh so Much he was like you're right The phantom struck again
0: (laughs) It is good it is really funny Um the explanation for his his thing is that he's marginally making more than the cut by selling the records yeah. out yeah. of his his backyard or whatever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I thought it might have been like he wanted to sabotage this guy's career or whatever, but no, yeah. he just is he just is like bootlegging these these records for like just a little bit more than they're worth, and that's it worth like, you know <laughs> yeah. locking a guy in a it's closet, a, a guy, like yeah. <laughs> like you just made
0: so much worse of a crime.
1: Yeah. And like, like you your uncle like, runs this this place. Surely yeah. you work here and like get paid a salary, right? Like I'm sure you're doing fine. You're fine. <laughs> you're fine. When your uncle retires, you probably will get decade records. Just like chill out for a bit. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> um it, yeah, it's it is a wild plan. Um but uh you know Like, Shaggy shows up, and he's like, uh, they got the, they got, he got the song, and he very much is real, um, you know, what are we gonna do, uh, and, and, uh, Jimmy's like, oh, don't worry, I have a copy of the song in my dressing room, so they go to the dressing room, and the phantom shows up once again, and this is the, one of the greatest bits. Uh I loved it so much. Where they they do like the whole running around the desk thing chasing each other. And then they and, start to you know, play the cards. Yeah, they turn into like a The cards are so and, funny. Yeah. And Shaggy and Scooby hop out of course and the demon keeps running and they just they're just chilling on the desk while he's in a in a Tasmanian devil tornado around them and they they start playing cards and just ah oh, just such a good joke. It's so funny. And then there's another joke after that where they hide in a trench coat and then pretend to be like a nine foot tall man with a uh, really with good, dained face. <laughs> Which, again, just classic stuff. Just classic, great bits. Zoid, like, you're watching Scooby Doo right here on Boomerang. But that is our halfway point for the episode, Simon. Which wow. means it's time for a fun little quiz. So this quiz love... is called Scooby or Not Scooby. And the way That's it works good. is that I pick out some titles, some of which will be Scooby-Doo episodes, and some of which will be something else. And, the, um, and you have to tell me which is which. And the theme this week is, is it an episode of Scooby-Doo or... A song featured on the Spotify playlist titled "Heavy Metal." So okay,
0: okay, I think I might be okay at this actually.
1: Is it "Heavy Metal" or "Heavy Metal"? Huh? Get we'll see. it? See? We'll
0: see. Oh. I shouldn't have said that because when I blow it now, it's going to be really embarrassing.
1: Well, yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm just going to say. You know, like. But
0: I do like to I, think I, that I'm familiar with heavy metal songs.
1: Fair enough. I've got the. You know, I've got the 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 name of the musicians that sang the songs. I don't recognize any of them, but um, you know, if there are any metalheads out there who want to complain, don't take it up with me. Take it up with the people at Spotify, <laughs> because like, I'm not a metal person. I just got them from the playlist titled "Heavy Metal," so that sounds like they would be heavy metal songs. Yes, I, I,
0: think I would so. think. I hope so.
1: Okay, so you have to tell me if it's a heavy metal song or an episode of Scooby-Doo, okay? Yep. Dance with the Devil.
0: A heavy metal song.
1: That is a heavy metal song that is by Burning Witches.
0: I've never heard of Burning Witches, though.
1: Neither have I. Falling Star Man! With an exclamation point. Scooby-Doo. That is a Scooby-Doo. That is actually... The episode of the most recent series that features Terry Bradshaw, the football player, as a guest star.
0: That was something I couldn't believe. I can't believe that Casey Kasem, I didn't know Casey Kasem voiced Shaggy the whole time. Yeah, Yeah. he was just doing it for years. I didn't realize Mm -hmm. that. Crazy.
1: Nabbed in Nebraska. Scooby-Doo. That is a heavy metal song.
0: uh, Wow.
1: Anvil.
0: Man, I have never heard of these. You're right. I'm, I'm, I've been embarrassed, but I'm doing okay. Viled, I'm doing okay.
1: Yeah, you're doing good. Two, two right, one. Two for one. three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Viled vest vampire.
0: That has to be Scooby Doo.
1: That is a Scooby Doo. Yeah. <laughs> High rise hair razor.
0: Scooby Doo.
1: Yes. Good work. Ghost of a chance.
0: Uh, heavy metal song
1: yes, that is by mob rules uh, world of witchcraft scooby doo that is a scooby doo very good very good werewolves of Armenia <laughs>
0: <laughs> um <laughs> uh, heavy metal song yeah
1: that's by power wolf uh but would be a great episode to Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'd love to see the gang in Armenia.
1: Yeah. Heart of the Android.
0: Heavy metal song.
1: Yes, that is by Orden Ogan. Really? I don't Ordin even know Ogin. how to pronounce that one. Okay, this is the last one. Okay. okay. Nowhere to Hide. Scooby-Doo. That is correct. Very good. Very wow, good. I only, only missed one. I only missed one.
0: I killed Very it. Good. I had never heard of any of the um, songs, though. I thought maybe you'd find it. Neither them
1: had I. I mean, like, yeah. I didn't want to pick something by, like, you know. Yeah, you Gold's don't want to pick, like, a Metallica song. Yeah, would, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. And now, back to Scooby-Doo
0: on Boomerang.
1: Okay, back to the episode. They're all together, and we hear the diabolical disc demon over the intercom. Uh, you know, he's saying like, uh, "You'll never get out of here alive," whatever. I don't know, just vaguely threatening things. So they agree to um, to split up and search all of the offices because he must be in one with the
0: intercom.
1: talking on an intercom, right? Um, turns out that the the broadcast is coming from a from ace decades office um, but the demon's not there it is being broadcast off of a tape recorder um, and <laughs> this bit is so good because uh, ace decade goes like but I don't understand I'm the only one with a key to my office and I always keep it locked. <laughs> Yeah, and I saw that, and
0: I was like, okay, there's, like, no way he actually did it, because this is so obvious. Like, it's, like, it's it's so, it feels so, it's actually almost smart, because it feels so obviously, like, a, um, a misdirect to him being the one who did it, that it's, like, it can't possibly be. So when he, it, it yeah. is actually him, I'm, like, actually surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the explanation is either... As that, I think Daphne suggests that, you know, he's a ghost, so he could just get in or whatever. And then someone else is like, or somebody else has a key. And it's like, yeah, sure. Or, or could be the Gay did it, but who knows. <laughs> um, Scooby and Shaggy did not go to search the offices. However, they uh, go to the cafeteria, which They're is very where excited. we for it. Oh, just. These machines are
0: crazy. Guessed. I love that they just have these. Yes. Yes. These very fancy. I've never seen anything like them. These these uh, self serve machines. Yeah, um, they
1: have these. It's all vending machines, and um, you know the self serve like like milkshake machine is may have existed at one point. I don't know. The one but that like, just
0: spits out a full cooked pizza at you to eat. Yes, but that's so the thing. Funny.
1: Is like the uh, the uh, the like bit that's that's kind of like a shoe locker with all these different compartments with like fully cooked meals or whatever. Those Mm -hmm. were real. Like, like, what? yeah, like they wouldn't be like, they actually
0: shoot it out at you.
1: No, they wouldn't shoot them out and they wouldn't be hot. But like, you could get like a gross, like tuna salad sandwich in like a vending machine. Oh, sure.
0: Oh, sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Or
1: like a, or like a, like a apple pie or something like that. And it would probably be disgusting. Like, (laughs) let me
0: tell you the pizza that it shoots out that Scooby eats looks like one of the worst pizzas I've ever seen in my life. It looks inedible. Yeah. It doesn't I even mean, look like pizza. It's just like a yellow circle with things yeah. on it.
1: Well, you know, it, I mean, it is 1978. Um, and they didn't have good pizza Food didn't it. get to be <laughs> edible until maybe 30 years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, you know, No one talks about how going back in time to, to any of these places, like in all those time travel movies, nobody ever has jokes about the food being awful. You know, just being like, Meatloaf and ketchup and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> Americans did not have, white Americans did not have uh, like, a flavor palette whatsoever. <laughs> it was just, it was just micro. As soon as the microwave was invented, it was over. <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: gone. We yeah. didn't recover.
1: Uh, um, but yeah, th- like, you know, you talk about we we've talked about Shaggy and Scooby being a separate entity from the mystery solving part of the uh show like they just serve to run away and do silly bits right um mm-hmm. and sometimes those bits are good and sometimes they're bad and that makes those parts of the episodes annoying but in this episode all of the bits were good they were all good. funny this this diversion helpful. was so good he just keeps getting bit, just uh i was just he, laughing he
0: keeps folding him again. he just keeps putting money in and yeah so, so shaggy, eating the milkshake yeah.
1: <laughs> shaggy finds this milkshake machine that hops up in the air and like does all these crazy spins but doesn't immediately dispense his milkshake and for some reason he thinks well maybe it, it gets dispensed out of the back of the machine <laughs> 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 he doesn't <laughs> instead of like waiting an extra 10 seconds to see if it comes out the front he goes and checks behind and then naturally Scooby-Doo eats the milkshake he does it a second time and once again checks the back of the machine and Scooby-Doo eats it again and then rule of threes you know rule of threes in comedy uh, Shaggy's like well uh, this thing is just eating my quarters I'm gonna leave and this made me laugh so much is that Scooby comes up and like taps on his shoulder and is like uh well, just give it one more time <laughs> <laughs> so he gives it one more go and you know scooby puts his head under it and turns into a milkshake dog and it's very cute and funny um but it's just uh scooby-doo you know telling him to try give it one more time and then giving a, a mischievous look to the camera just so funny um but and yeah, he gets and then sprayed they, with it. That's what the yeah. third
0: time he like, he, it like falls yeah. all over him, and he licks it off his face. in like a crazy maneuver, his tongue just yeah. spins around, and all of it's gone.
1: Yep. Um, and then you know, we they do the thing with like the the pizzas. They basically do the same bit again, um, but it's funny again because uh, Scooby he do, throws pizza, the he gets... pizza like a frisbee and it gets it stuck <laughs> and it comes in his back. Yeah. <laughs> and, he and then he's just looking like at moment. him.
0: And he's like, "What's what's that?" And he's like, "Nothing." <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, is it, the pizza? It's really
0: good. <laughs> it is very funny that he keeps that the the vending machine in this case does appear to actually be broken because he yeah. um he he keeps hitting it and looking at the thing he wants and then the um
1: the other door opens. The
0: other yeah. door opens, so he's not getting he's not getting what he's looking for.
1: But they, uh, they hear a noise coming from, like, the food locker or whatever. So they open open up this, this storage room, and they find a shadowy figure in there who screams at them. And they assume it is the demon, so they immediately lock the door again. Yes. Now, I don't know about you, but this actually surprised me. Because when I was watching this, I assumed it was Ace stacade like, putting on the costume or something. I thought so,
0: too. Because he has, like, I swear... That when the thing in the room talks to him... um,
1: His, like, scream is very similar to what the...
0: It sounds like it's filtered through, like, the, the, um, you know, kind of fuzzy electronic.
1: But it's a good misdirect. It's a red herring. Like, it tricked both of us. Um, And it obviously tricked them, um, because they assume it is the Phantom, and they run off to grab their pals to tell them that they've caught the guy, but the angry security guard from before assumes that they are up to no good and throws them out of the recording studio. Um, So they have to break back in, and uh, they find an open window that's like 12 feet off the ground, and Shaggy uh, comes up with the idea that he's going to throw Scooby-Doo through the window, (laughs) Um, which is just, you know... Over the course of the show, it has come up multiple times that um Shaggy has inhuman levels of
0: <laughs>
1: acrobatics' agility and strength like he is he is faster, spryer, and stronger than any other man <laughs> like the ability to throw a great dane like ten feet off the ground is Yeah, I mean, it's superhuman, really. I mean, they are very heavy dogs.
0: I couldn't lift one, I'm sure. Yeah, you'd
1: have to be like The Rock, and Shaggy does not look like The Rock. (laughs) He's got incredible metabolism. Um, But, uh, you know, Scooby-Doo, he's going to want some Scooby snacks to do this, right? Um, Shaggy offers him one, then two, and then Scooby demands he gives him four,
0: Oh, I Shaggy. knew about this. I knew about this yes. bit. This was—I yes. forgot that I—I I did know about the increasing level of Scooby snacks being yes. off.
1: Shaggy agrees to give him uh, the four, but then there's a subversion on the bit, which I don't remember them ever doing again. Which is, uh, you know, Scooby is like, "Yeah, great, four, that'll work." And then Shaggy's like, "Actually, I don't have any. I'll have to owe you," <laughs> which is funny. It's another funny bit.
0: Oh, uh, uh, no, it is. I didn't expect that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um scooby-doo does not make it into the window he uh has a whole roundabout way of of bouncing off of poles and and like awnings and things before finally crashing into the trash cans where we find all of the missing jimmy lewis albums um but uh you know that was that that was just the phantom the phantom threw yes. threw them away. They they threw them he threw them away. Cuz that's what ghosts do. He doesn't Why does he want to throw them in the trash? Ghosts steal your things and then they throw them away. That's the classic ghost thing. It's in all the movies. That's what Poltergeist is about, right? Right. Um, exactly. Back in the uh back in the studio Daphne's playing the song once again and they they still haven't figured it out. They're just kind of standing around the rest of you know the the normal people are all just kind of standing in a room like i don't i don't know man we just got to wait for the phantom to show up and then scooby and shaggy uh coming through the vents and are like yo we figured it out we found the the records we trapped the phantom we did it you guys suck um but uh, they obviously are incorrect about that because the phantom shows up once again <laughs> um they do a, a, another classic bit here of they fold up the remaining sheet of music into a air, paper airplane, and, you know, they are all running from the, the Phantom and throw the, the paper airplane back and forth, right? Um, the physics on this airplane are a little fishy, probably, <laughs> because Scooby-Doo oh. grabs hold of it, and it is able to lift him up in the air and sustain its height. He Um,
0: threw a pizza like a boomerang earlier.
1: Yeah, but, you know, pizzas do that.
0: I guess I've never tried to throw a pizza like that to prove that it doesn't do that, so maybe they just know more about physics than I do.
1: Yeah, and also open your mouth really wide so it'll land in your mouth like it did with Scooby. It'll work. (laughs) (laughs) And make sure there are witnesses to watch you do it. There would have to be. Yeah. Otherwise, no one would believe me. Look at me! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> um uh but Scooby Doo falls off of the the airplane onto the um onto the, the demon and gets him all tied up in, in the reels of music and they've caught the bad guy. Hooray. Didn't even need to build a trap. Um
0: they, they usually build are... a
1: trap? Sometimes, yeah. Uh, that's Fred's know. thing is he builds like, um, like Rube Goldberg machines to catch them, and they off- they often go awry. That's uh, fun
0: because I was, I was like, uh, oh, Scooby just like kicked him into a thing, and now he's done.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's a little winded. He was chasing him around, you know, like he's kind of, he's, and it's it's not like he's you know one of these people who's stealing like gold, like sometimes the ghosts are like stealing gold from a bank or something, you know, like they've got, that's something you would want to, that's a, that's a a grift you'd want to cover up and protect, you know, but Ace Decades just kind of bootlegging albums, you know, so it's not really worth all this effort. I feel like at this point, he's probably like, it hurt when I fell to the ground. I'm just going to kind of give in now. (laughs) Like, like I'm done. This was fun kids, but, uh, I'm tired of this, uh, <laughs> um, but now we have the unmasking and uh, Velma figured out, of course, that this was uh, Ace Decade was written in the the notes. Um, why she? I guess she it must just have figured it out so as rude. she yeah. took off the mask, right? <laughs> like, oh, someone, I
0: get it now. <laughs> anyone who reads it is like, oh, Ace is the first notes here. I would like say it. <laughs> I would like the guy who was playing it on the piano has he has no excuse. That's why I thought it would be him, maybe. That was like Yeah. If you gave me a last bet and you were like, Who is it gonna be? I would have gone with like the 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 piano player maybe. Yeah. So like there's no way he should look at this and not realize what those letters
1: were. But no, in fact it is uh it is a As we've said, he was stealing the records and selling them for just a little bit more which is very silly and stupid, but, um, you know, it's there's, a nice little one. low stakes. All contained it's a lot like of efforts. Yeah. this all episodes contained, for probably like an hour's worth of activities. Yeah, happening. You know. Yeah, They're able to go home before midnight and, and get a good night's sleep. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> um, good for them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But they and don't both. always get a good night's
1: sleep. They're probably, they're out solving mysteries all the time. Exactly. Exactly. They're tired um shaggy realizes that it was tony signs who was in the who he locked in the in the uh, storage closet so they go back there and tony they're like why did you scream at us and he's like i thought you were the demon <laughs> and it just doesn't really track you know like why he would cuz it's not like he was like it was it was not a frightened scream it was an intimidating scream right like it's clearly an attempt to scare them away as opposed to it doesn't it scream of fright
0: it doesn't sound like i mean i was certainly misdirected
1: the heck out of it it is a red herring for the sake of a red herring which is fine yeah that's fine we'll take it um scooby thinks it's hilarious that that anyone would uh confuse him for a demon until shaggy Gives him his own reflection in the mirror and scares him. It's a him.
0: great bit. It's very yeah. funny.
1: And we have one last uh one last payoff of the venting machines where he uh gets some raspberry slurpee dropped uh, on his head. Yep.
0: And that Raspberry Slurpee it uh it just it kinda just looks like grape juice.
1: Yeah, it doesn't And look it doesn't move. I love
0: doll. the right. look of it actually, 'cause it it doesn't like animate. It's just yeah. like Keeps pouring down and he's just looking at it's not actually making any difference. It's very fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, well they spent all the budget on that opening, you know. They couldn't figure and out how to how wall water physics back then. I mean, come on. <laughs> they didn't have our fancy computers that we have now. Um, but that is the episode, Simon, which means it is time for Jinkies or Stinkies.
0: Uh oh. Are you
1: excited? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I hope it's not stinkies. <laughs> jinkies or stinkies is a recurring segment on the show where each week I find six little stories that relate to a a topic that is dis, that is explored in the episode, and some of those will be stories that I made up, and some will be stories that are true. The true stories are jinkies, and the Fake stories are stinkies. Now, um, I should ask you. You know that Velma says jinkies, right?
0: Yes, I do.
1: Okay, Daniel did not know that and was confused I, as to why it was called that. I I <laughs> did. Crazy I do.
0: I know. Okay. I know all the. I know all the catchphrases. I know he says rut row. He didn't say rut row though. She didn't say he jinkies. Did
1: she did. I don't think even. I don't even know if Shaggy said zoinks. Yeah
0: he says like a lot though i guess that yeah that's a classic trademark
1: um okay so are you ready the topic is because this episode is about uh jimmy recording an album uh i wanted to look up stories craziest stories of musicians recording albums
0: sounds sounds good
1: okay Paul Horn was a pioneer of world music, known for recording his albums at historic landmarks. This trend began when he was in India on a meditation tour with the Beatles, where he recorded an unauthorized album inside the Taj Mahal. Over the course of his career, he proceeded to record albums inside Monument Valley, the Temple of Heaven in Beijing, and even the Great Pyramid of Giza.
0: Uh, this guy sounds cool. I hope he's real. So I'm gonna go with Jinkies. I'm gonna say that's real.
1: That is real. That is true. Um, I'm glad. Yeah,
0: that's that's very fun that he He did that. Yeah. I wonder if any of the music's good.
1: I'm sure it sounds crazy he, like, yeah. you know, with like the reverb or whatever what is he, it i wonder like what did he just like
0: have an acoustic guitar or was he No, like, it so...
1: was like he was originally like a jazz musician so i think he mm. had like maybe a saxophone or a trumpet or something i don't know yeah. <laughs> um, that's definitely pretty impressive
0: yeah good for him good for him i'll try yeah. to do that someday
1: yeah go ahead go ahead and break into the taj mahal they'll be chill
0: i'll i'll do it They'll be like, oh. the Taj Mahal authorities are listening to this podcast, I won't actually. I'm lying.
1: When they catch you, you just got to be like, oh, peace and love, bro. It's peace and love. And they'll be like, oh, I get it. Yeah. You're like Um, that
0: other guy. (laughs) I'm Ringo. Don't you recognize me?
1: Yeah. I'm Ringo from the
0: Beatles.
1: (laughs) Imagine... sneaking an entire drum kit into the Taj Mahal and recording like an album of just (laughs) drums.
0: Like the Birdman score.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That would be good. I would listen to that. It sounds cool.
0: Drums and crazy echo spaces are always, always
1: a good bet. All right. Next one. Jimmy Buffett is known as the godfather of yacht rock. So naturally he has recorded more than one album live on a boat and is almost always at least a little bit tipsy during every recording session. But this wasn't enough for him. He wanted to record an album floating in a pool with trained great white sharks. This was all a go until the test in which the trainer, who had never once had a problem with the sharks, had a chunk of her leg taken off after she started playing the guitar. Did I make that up or is that true? Uh,
0: I'm going Stinkies. I think you made that up.
1: I did make that up. Yes, yes.
0: It's it's fun, though. It's fun to imagine that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. David Bowie claimed he had no memory of recording the album Station to Station, which was recorded at the height of his addiction. He was subsisting off a diet entirely of milk, hot peppers, and lots and lots of cocaine. He became hyper-obsessed with occultism and the Nazi regime. He even kept his urine in the refrigerator to keep witches from stealing it, and attempted to get an exorcist to exercise his swimming pool.
0: This is true. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know of it. He went he went wild.
1: Yeah. It happens, you know. He
0: was he was doing he was doing a lot of cocaine.
1: I mean, you know, I mean, I think he's he's exaggerating because I live off of a diet of milk, hot peppers, and cocaine, and I have never no
0: done you You record a Scooby Doo podcast. Exactly. Exactly. Uh,
1: totally chill. He should
0: have tried that out.
1: I mean, I, Scooby yeah. Doo.
0: I wonder if David Bowie ever watched Scooby
1: Doo. He must have. He must have. I mean, I you feel know, like he did. And yeah. He had a kid. Yeah. In the I, in the
0: eighties yeah. or whatever.
1: I do keep my urine in the refrigerator, but that's for a, a completely that's separate
0: reason. That's gross. That's too far.
1: Well, what are you going to do. <laughs> in 1998, Detroit rapper King Cobra wanted to record the album to end all albums. He attempted to record an album in the back of a speeding van that was escaping the police. He, his driver and his producer fired machine guns into the air at a local skate park until the po- police arrived. They immediately hopped into the van and sped off. They made it about three quarters of a mile before they were stopped and arrested. King Cobra was able to record 24 seconds of a song, which, by pretty much any metric, is not enough to make up an album.
0: I mean to say that's true.
1: That is false. I made it. Dang, up. that's a good story. Yeah. Yep. Fine. In 2012, the band Death Grips had planned a grandiose marketing blitz for their album No Love Deep Web in the form of an ARG hosted on various torrenting sites. After breaking through dozens of codes hidden behind QR codes, Braille, Binary, and the Caesar Cipher, their fans were rewarded with a release date later that year. But when the record company wouldn't let them release the album when the date came around, they leaked it themselves on their official site. If that wasn't enough to get them in the label's back races, the album cover was a picture of the drummer's uh, penis yep. with the title That's scrolled correct. on it. They yes. were immediately dropped by the record label.
0: That's true. That's a good album.
1: Yeah. I mean, you have it hanging on your wall right now, don't you?
0: I don't. I don't. But but uh, I should. Yeah. Yeah. I should get No Love Deep Web.
1: Especially because you you're at and your parents' house on right now, and you'll be like, it's art, mom. Hey. Okay. Come on.
0: It's no love deep with on Spotify it's uh it's just it's blurred out. It's unfortunate they won't let it mm. be on there. They're cowards. They are.
1: Okay, this is the last one. You ready? Yep. For as long as there have been vinyl records, people have figured out various things to press into them to make an extra buck. Some of the most gimmicky and strange novelty record releases include The Flaming Lips album, Heady Fwins, which had a limited run of albums printed with actual samples of blood from the album's various collaborators, Kesha, Nick Cave, and Chris Martin, pressed into the wax. The 30th anniversary release of the Ghostbusters soundtrack featured a marshmallow-scented vinyl, but easily the strangest of them all is the metal band Yo-Fibus, I truly do not know how to pronounce this one, which printed their own hair into clear yellow wax vinyls which they then coated in their own piss.
0: Uh, I don't want that one to be true. Um I'll say I'll say it is true though.
1: That is true. Yes. yes. Wow. That is true.
0: That's a shame.
1: They seem like really cool <laughs> guys. Should,
0: uh, uh, okay. uh, uh, I got. I know what I got. I got to go order one. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's probably
0: pretty yeah. limited edition. Probably sold out.
1: I don't think. That, I think that they were able to produce more urine and hair. That's actually than true. They were definitely. Able to you know.
0: That's true. Like,
1: there's only like ten of the blood ones, I think. Um, but I saw they were on eBay. You could buy them for like twenty five hundred bucks. If you want some ketchup. Like... <laughs> um. Okay, uh, so now all that's left, Simon, is we have to rank this episode on the heavy metal tier list. There are five tiers, which I'll go ahead and explain to you. Starting from the bottom is the rut row tier, that is the absolute worst, terrible, terrible episodes. Up from that is the Scooby Dumb tier, which is for episodes we think are kind of dumb, a little maybe a little annoying, but you know are not just terrible middle of the road is the just another mystery tier that is for episodes that are fun you know they don't do anything special but they're not super bad you have the groovy tier just above that which is for episodes we like a lot that are really fun but they just are not quite into the golden scoob tier which is the highest tier simon i know you do not have a lot of experience um kind of just your gut reaction where are you leaning here
0: i would say i'd uh, probably put it in the groovy tier it's pretty darn good uh, yeah but i don't know maybe this is the yeah. best they ever got but um I, it, or maybe it's, it's really not, bad
1: it's not the best it ever got but i do think this is a pretty damn good episode and like one of the best that the scooby-doo show has to offer because there are some really weird and really bad episodes in this, sh- in this iteration of the show. So hmm. I would be inclined to induct this one into the golden scoop tier, to be honest with you, you know, wow. I mean, the, the monster design is iconic. The, um, the clues are fun. The, all of the bits are good. There's not a single bad bit. Um, it has that really great opening sequence. Yeah, I think this is a, I think this is a top tier episode of the show. Wow. Well,
0: I'm happy I was able to to see it then and come on and talk about it.
1: I mean, if you're only ever gonna watch one, this is a good one I, to watch. You well,
0: know? I mean, look, I don't know that I'm gonna go seek out whole seasons at a time. Um, <laughs> if uh, <laughs> anyone was ever like, I'm turn on a Scooby Doo episode, then I would uh, be happy to watch it for sure
1: yeah yeah for sure um so that's it we made it thank you for joining me do you have anything you want to plug any like social media or anything like that
0: uh sure you can follow me on twitter at sd sweeney 56 um s-w-e-e-n-e-y five six um and uh, with an SD in front, and the same place on Leatherboxed, which is uh, most of my most of my stuff is about uh, music and movies. And you can uh, you know hear that. You can read some stuff I write about music at a website called No Ripcord. Um, though I haven't written anything there for a while.
1: Uh, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Definitely follow Simon in all of those places. Uh, if you want to follow me, you can do so at the Real Brundin on Twitter. And you can follow the show at heavy metal pod. If you enjoyed this show, feel free to subscribe to the RSS feed. Uh, this is a weekly show and each week we could be talking about an episode from anywhere in any season of Scooby-Doo. Uh, the guests alternate every week, but I am always here and always will be. Uh, if you liked the show, you know, you can rate it, I guess if you want, uh, that's fine if you don't want to. You know, if you do, that's cool. Uh, what do you want me
0: to to rate it? Do you want me to give it like a 3 so it doesn't yeah, seem like I'm kind yeah. of biased, but it's like it's pretty good?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then say something like um, you know, just to prove that that you don't have a bias. You could write something like uh that Simon guy uh really sucks and sounds like a moron. Exactly. Um, but Ethan is really right. cool and handsome. Yeah, you could write that. Yes. Just something I could do along that. those lines.
0: I would, would, I probably good. would.
1: Uh huh. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, and if anyone else wants to echo those exact sentiments, feel free to do so. In the, in the
0: I might get the sad, but you could, you could do it. And I'd be like, oh, wow. Well, they don't want to be biased me. either, Simon. No, that's so. true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. they could like lay off me and just say that about themselves. And, mm, you
1: know, but maybe, that doesn't have anything to do me. with the what, show. I can
0: take it. I can take it. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I'll just yeah, grow up a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just grow up a bit, Simon. Um, And once again, thank you to Simon for joining me on this week's show. Uh, Thank Thank you you for for listening, of course, to everyone who made it through the episode. And as always, remember to stay groovy.